Do what you can without a team. And here's what I experienced is once you start doing what you can and you get some traction, you have no problem finding people to help you. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast, where we find amazing people that did amazing things. But uh, we didn't really find amazing people <laughs> for this episode. It's just us. Just us. Um, but we are accomplished entrepreneurs, right? Doing our thug fizzle. Um, hopefully, you're doing your thing out there as well. And I think this segment of, the com- of our podcast is um, really for the beginning entrepreneur that is trying to figure it out. And we just kind of get on here and give you the game. So, well, I guess we did find amazing people because we're amazing. We're amazing. Absolutely. So and we are achieving. Tell me about your week, Ms. Wiggins. Uh, ooh, my week has been, my week has been awesome. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, this week I've taken a lot of me time to the point where I almost felt guilty Mm, we'll talk about that. I almost felt guilty. You felt guilty about taking me time? Mm-hmm. Why? Because of the size of my goals. Because of the size of your goals, you felt guilty about taking me time. Yeah, like I took an I unusual amount of like me time, do nothing time. Oh, so you felt like you were choosing like laziness or something mm-hmm. over your goal? Yeah. I needed that moment to reset, but I definitely felt like it felt good and I'm happy about it. Like I'm I'm on track again now, but I definitely intentionally took a lot of me time. I did a lot of TV watching. I took a few naps. I had some phone conversations. And With a man? The way you look like that? <laughs> <laughs> the way you look like that. It must, I had some phone conversations. Anytime you add that into your wins, it must... I talked on the phone more than usual, watched TV more than Mm -hmm. usual, and I took a few naps. So that was really, really good. Even with that being said, we had a record-breaking week in business. But you're still $10,000 away from your goal, and the month is drawing near. Yeah. What do we have? So how do you feel about that? I mean, all that me time. Which is why I'm feeling guilty today. You're behind a little bit. Yeah. So we had a record-breaking past seven days. But as we are drawing to the end of the month, I believe we have like two or three days left. Mm -hmm. And I'm $10,000 away from my goal. Mm -hmm. And so I spent time this morning like, man, maybe if I would have done some work last week Mm -hmm. instead of taking this this, uh, me time, maybe I'd be $10,000 ahead of my goal. That's a fact. Right? Um, But I'm not worried about it. We got two days to get it done. Mm -hmm. And it's— Yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, what's more important? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. The, actually, the the ten thousand dollars away it won't. Obviously, you're not going to end the month ten thousand dollars away. No. We still got a few more days, but um, that time that you took is probably going to help you go over and above next month. You think so? Or all year? I think. Yeah. I think. It, I mean, you shouldn't feel guilty about it, but you do. Sh- you should feel pressure. Because you oh, set a goal. There's pressure applied. And you should, you know what? I do, no, no, I'm not, I'm not letting you get away with that. You should have not taken that time off. You should have scheduled that time as a reward for hitting your goal for the month. Well, so if we're using that mindset, could it have been that I took that reward already or I took that break already as a reward for hitting my goal last month? No, you wouldn't have taken it this deep into the month. This is a fact. Like, who am I to have the audacity three weeks into the month to just say, shut it down? I'm taking a break. But I did. I did. And I know that I'm going to achieve the goal. It's just that two days away, I shouldn't still be going for the goal number. The goal number should be done, mm-hmm. right? The goal number should be done at this point in the fell month. back into network marketing. You know I fell back into that MLM <laughs> mindset. Have you ever been in MLM? At the end of the month, you go super hard to hit your number. Yes. But um, yes. It's going to get done. So, um, in fact, I have an amazing sales team. They're on it right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I put out a bonus reward for getting it done to get it done. Mm. And um, Okay. All right. I mean, it's $5,000 or three. We got three days, right? What's today? It's $10,000. But I'm saying, what's today? 20. 
Yeah. We'll do the 28th, okay? So we're recording this the 28th. I don't know if it's coming out tomorrow because I don't know if they can edit it, but the 28th, which means we got the 28th, 29th, and 30th. Hold on. What month is this? April. This is April. 30 days has September, April, June. 30. So we got three days. Am I the only person that sings, sings the jingle to figure out? So three days. It's $3,300 a day. Yeah, I'm not Go worried. Go crazy. I'm not worried about it. I just... Because I am in this position, last month we were having a different conversation at this time. Yeah. We were there. We hit it. It was done. 100%. So um, I could have slid. And it wasn't, I didn't feel guilty when I was taking the break. It's just today, realizing that I'm 10 grand away from the goal, it's like, man, if I didn't take that break, we'd be 10,000 ahead. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up, though. I'm not going to beat myself really up. I do. I work hard. Eh, do I work hard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like, first of all, let's get to that. How was your week? Uh, it was cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I, you know, here's, here's a, I guess, um, a secret to success that I found out later is that it's not about how hard you work. It's about how, um, how, how strategic you work, how um, you manage your schedule, how, how, okay, it's more about prioritizing mm -hmm. because the busy work, right, Jay? We was talking about you was up two, three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, I don't really do that anymore. Only because I'm able to um, condense my efforts into a smaller amount of time, which makes me more productive. If I got all day to do something, I waste the whole day. But if I have an hour to do something, that is a very intense hour. You don't have intense hours when you got all day to do something or all month. Yeah. Right? So, um, yeah, I had a really relaxing week, as you can tell by my shorts above my knees. Yo, you know real quick, that's, that's shout how out living. to David Shans <laughs> for looking like the summer camp counselor right now. First of all, there's some poor black college shorts. This I love is how it. all the kids dress. I love it. it. Yeah, and you look like Not kids, but like the trendy, the 23, 24. They're probably... The 23-year-old is looking like, yo, he's out here lit with he's shorts lit. above his knees. No? How old are you? You're 25. Is this lit? Uh, but, I mean, no disrespect. Your outfit isn't as, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're not out here litty. I'm not saying you don't get fly, but it's just... Does he get fly? Right now, he doesn't have room to talk to me about, <laughs> I'm gonna... about fashion. I'm lit. Okay. Okay, so I don't dislike your outfit. Your outfit is cool. You just look like the summer camp counselor. I look cool. And you know what I love about your outfit is that you are supporting your brand. Mm -hmm. You are supporting Support Black Colleges, another brand. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think this is your brand, too. I can't it see. Is. Yep, this is. is your brand. So, you know, we're walking around wearing ourselves and our friends. Not me today, but mm -hmm. I, had, I had you and Corey on yesterday, I think. Oh, word. Yeah. No doubt. Mm -hmm. Oh, and... If you want us to wear your brand and shout and out Justin. your brand, all you have to do is send a DM. Yeah, send a DM. I'll send you an address. Here's the thing. Don't hit me with the, um, yo, bro, just want to send you some free clothes. Because what you're really saying is, I don't want to just send it to you. I want to send it to you so that you can wear it and you take pictures. And I can take the picture and run an ad with it or show my other friends that these cool people are wearing the clothes. So what you have to do is apply to be a, um, a sponsor. sponsor. Mm -hmm. Sponsor. So mm -hmm. I don't know how much it's going to be. He just came year, up with that, by the way. <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur. I'm trying to help you hit your goals. Yes. Anywho. Yes. All right. Maybe we'll do it on Instagram Live now that I have badges. Oh, let's do it. Yeah. Oh, you got badges now. I got badges. Oh, shoot, shoot Donnie some badges when she goes live. So let's let's talk about that, though. Okay. Let's talk about that. What does that mean? You got badges. Badges are, you know what they are, but for everyone else, um, badges are a monetizable way Badges are a tool for you to monetize your Instagram live videos. Mm -hmm. So when you're going live and Instagram has determined that you are now eligible for these badges, people can tip you mm -hmm. for information, for yeah. the value, right? Because we work hard yeah. on these live videos and we're giving away free game that we really sell mm -hmm. somewhere else. And I believe it's like $2.99. To... But you know what? It's the same game we've been giving out for the last couple of years. We just didn't get paid for it. We just didn't get paid for it. Do you it. know what they're doing with these badges? No, tell they're me. They're making you a slave. Mm. Are they forcing us to show up to do this work for these tips? Yo, they're giving us this little incentive. Okay, so here's how it works. The platforms, the platforms are incentivizing people to be active on the platform so that we can keep people on their platform. For so sure. I go live for an hour and there's 200 people on there. I'm telling that audience to stay on Instagram. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then Instagram, Mark, he pays us and says, yo, you know what? You should do that again mm-hmm. at some point. I give, You know what? I give you some money. And then what you're going to do is you're going to start going live more often because you know you can get monetized yeah. this live. He got us. He got us. He got, he got us. us. So, um, yeah. What do you do with your Instagram badge money? Yeah, it just goes in the account with the rest of it. With the rest of it. <laughs> now, at first, I was, you know, it was it was cool. When when um, Dre was pregnant, every time I got offline, they don't pay for like another 30 days or something like that. But I get off, I'll take that, that money, and I'll send it to my wife to buy some stuff for the baby. Nice. And then I stopped doing it. I wonder why I stopped. Dang, that's selfish. Now you should send it to I her really to buy some do things now, right? for her. Yeah, but I'll be taking care of her. She's good. She is good. She's you've good. you've been you've been putting a bag on Dre lately. Not really. Oh yes, really. Oh uh, yeah, she did just book a couple trips though, like just out of nowhere. Like, okay, what's your schedule? This is how she does. She asked me what's my schedule for this particular time frame. I'm like, oh no, she, you know, maybe we should go. She frames it with a maybe we should go. Uh-huh. Which is, she's really saying, this is where we're going. This is where but, we're um, going. No, but to answer your question, the week was really good as an entrepreneur. Just elevating, going uh, bigger, going harder. Um, just being around another group of people that are doing the same thing. So, I'm I excited. Have, I have a question. So, getting back to this hard work. Because this is a conversation that I've had, like, with friends. We have really, really big goals. Really, for me, I don't know about you, but for me right now, it feels like I work way less, but make way more. That's a fact. Right? I work way less, but work way more. And when I used to hear that, I used to think, that's BS. That's cliche. And easier said than done. I used to think, well, you probably had some other things working for you in the background that allowed it to be that way. But no, I literally work less and make way more. Mm -hmm. And I don't want someone to misunderstand what that means, right? I don't want somebody to be like, oh, I don't have to do any work and I'm going to make a whole lot of money. It's about systems and processes and strategy. Like, I think what you're selling, what the value is, makes a big difference. And then what are the supporting systems that make all those things work in the background? Like, literally, you saw my, you've seen my calendar until about, Four months ago, three months ago, maybe, my calendar was full every 30 to 45 minutes with sales calls. And hiring a sales team has given me back like six hours of my day. How do you find a sales team? Because I need one. You do? Yeah. Me. So people come to your company Mm -hmm. and then you hire the sales team for them? Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah, I hire and train them. Do you have an affiliate program? Because I just (laughs) shouted it out. (laughs) Do you have an affiliate I program? Gonna give a, I thought you were going to give her like a strategy or something, but you have a whole team. Yeah. Whole mm-hmm. So I actually uh, find and train your set. That's part of what my agency does, oh, gotcha. right? So this is not coaching services. This is the agency. Gotcha. And okay. so we hire and um, train your sales team. Gotcha. Okay. You. Yep. So if you so if you need somebody, if you need a sales team, just send me a DM and we'll we'll hit you up and set it up. We'll hit but you. Anyway. We'll hit. All right. Let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations or multiple systems on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And 
Everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash socialproof. That's netsuite.com slash socialproof. netsuite.com slash Social proof. You know what? As you were talking about like working like this, and as you were saying it, it really started to like run in my head of my own process. So I think a lot of us value money more than our time, which is why we work so hard and make the money. Because if you make some money, you keep the money and you're excited about the money, but you keep working hard to make the money. But through my process, what I did was when I, when I left the cheesecake, first, I'm, I'm, I'm making the sales and I'm making the money. Then I open a kiosk. Mm-hmm. I'm there all day. And I'm making money. So what I did was I started to hire. I took some of the money that I made and I hired it so I can get, I, I paid it out so I can get some of my time back. I had less money, but a little more time. Mm-hmm. And then that process kept going until I just had all my time and I was still breaking even. But then eventually I started making more money, but I had more more time to enjoy it. Likewise, with the morning meetup, I'm making a certain amount of money. And then I take the money from the morning meetup and I hire somebody. I don't want the money. I want the time. Because if we could put put profits back into the business and the system, that makes our life a lot easier. Third example, Mm -hmm. when YouTube started paying me, I started hiring more people. So I would set up a camera, then I'd go in there and I'd edit the podcast, I'd put it out there. But when YouTube started paying, I took all the money and I said, okay, I'm going to hire somebody to do that part. So now we're getting it done, but I have less money, but I have more time. But then I was able to build more money on top of that time freedom in the same system. So I always roll money back into getting my time back. Yeah, and that's something that I have been wanting to do for so long um, and have been trying to do, but finally having those right pieces in place to get the time back. And here's the thing. You only take a hit temporarily, right? So you make the money, you go out and you get some team and or some some systems, right? And, and systems aren't just machine or software. It's how things work. You go out and you get people to help. You invest back into your business and you. I took a hit the first month, right? Because all that money could have been mine. But giving me, my sales team, giving me back those six hours, the first thing that I did was just caught up on rest and, you know, things that I needed to do. And then that six hours coming back to me every single day, I use like two to three of them now to make my products that are already out there better. Like, so I, I, uh, went in and and improved my course, which was already great, but it could have used, like some things have changed, especially like with Facebook and how we market and all that good stuff. So it was, um, I went in and I had the opportunity to go in and update those things. And then I had the opportunity to, to really see my business from the outside looking in because I wasn't working on it. And then I said, oh, there's a strategy I can use here to make this better. And there's a system I can put there to make that better. And so when you have that time back, you're essentially still using the time in a much less complex way, but for more, much more important things. Right. And your money grows significantly. 100%. 100%. Significantly. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I think that was just the biggest key. Like, you have to work. So I, I, this guy asked me, say, yo, um, who's a part of your podcasting team? And I didn't even realize it. I didn't think about it. But I'm like, you know, he's one of my, my clients too. So um, I was like, all right, well, um, Donald, Donald, he kind of quarterbacks the whole thing. He makes sure that we hit the particular dates when it's supposed to go out. Monday and Thursday, it's going out. These um, these short clips when they go out, um, he just kind of makes sure. He he used to do like the the editing and all that, but he just he just he quarterbacks the whole thing. Mark, I pay him to do the audio. He's an amazing audio engineer. When the plane flies over, you can see between now and before, it's not as Loud, mm-hmm. and he just makes the audio just sound amazing. And then we have said who chop, chops up the 
the, the clips for, for like the hot takes, which are the re the re-release short takes. So we have an hour and a half episode. He'll take 12 minutes and re-upload it on YouTube, which YouTube pays again, right? Because some people don't want to watch the whole thing. So that's Donald Mark said, um, uh, Jovan runs the Patreon. Mm-hmm. So he's not running the Patreon. Jen does like generally everything in the business. Um, Trey, Travion, he does all the thumbnails. Trey Joyner, she manages the YouTube comments and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And kind of just like some back-end stuff. So it's literally seven people that I pay to run this YouTube. But it used to be me. So it'd be me. I make money. I keep the money. But I took the money and I said, let me pour it into other people. And what happened was when I was free to just do my thing and go network and I have more time, I can make more money on top of the time that I have and that's how it grows. But yeah. we're just in that phase, phase as entrepreneurs where we're just grinding, 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 doing all that we can because we want every dollar. Yeah. But you got to pay it out. You got to pay it out. Like, people want... Oh, and David, I'm sorry. So David is yeah. running the ads. He's running the ads on Facebook that's going to run the numbers up. To, we need 10,000 followers on Facebook so we can monetize our Facebook page. And he put the campaign together and he's running that. So mm-hmm. it's eight people. And I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. Eight people. Yeah, eight people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you you have to release some of the money that you're bringing in. Let go of the money. You got to let go of the money. You Anybody struggling to. with that? Anybody have an issue with that? Like, you th- as you think about it, your, your process... We just take the money and I don't want to hire because I ain't got that much money to be. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. Did you have an issue with that? Yeah. And we can talk about it too. We got the mic. You just have to like raise up that audio. But were you making a point? No. I mean, just essentially you, you were have making to... a point. So you're saying you forgot your point. Okay. First of all. If you forgot your point, it's okay. We need to be a real podcast. First of all, I didn't forget what I was about to say. Go back. She was about to say something that I interviewed. I didn't forget what I was about to say. I wasn't necessarily making a point. I was making a comment. Are you stalling to kind of come up with Sometimes on a podcast, you forget your point. Sometimes. um, I I think that's just just a part of growth. Yeah. Just identifying money, time, time, money. There's a company, and it's so crazy because I don't know if I can do it. It's it's $2,500 a month on retainer, and it's probably four or five calls a month. And I was talking to Neo, and I was like, dang, I don't necessarily want to do this call. But before, I'd be thinking, yo, $2,500. You think about this, $2,500 a month for four calls. Would you take it? You take that, right? But now I'm like, what can I do in those four hours that would generate me more than twenty five hundred dollars? It's still so manual. It's still so manual, and it's on demand. And once you realize that your time is more valuable than the money somebody can pay you, you'll make more because you don't hold money in this super high regard where I got to do whatever I have to do to get it. So, so we're about to do this. This ad, right? So Aaron's about to give me $2,000, right? Was I pressing you about the $2,000? I was like, yo, let's go get the $2,000 right now. I know my value. I know my value. So it's, it's going to be cool. I'll tell him about it. So I got to record an ad, and the ad's probably going to take me a good two minutes. So I record for two minutes, $2,000. Now, the ad is probably going to make him way more than $2,000, because that's just how our ads work in, in this podcast. we got a big audience. But I would have, if this was like two years ago, I would have like, all right, we'll send the money. All right, meet me right now. Because I don't want him to change his mind. Mm-hmm. But now I just value my time. Whatever's on my schedule today, that's what's most important. Yeah, Money will come later, but you guys are never going to like really go up in terms of making money until you really start realizing how important and valuable your time is. So I think it's important to understand how to even get to that place, right? So if you're an entrepreneur, you're wondering, well, what are the things that I can cut out? What are the things, how do I know what to delegate? That's a big, big issue for a lot of entrepreneurs 
Uh, sometimes we have a mindset. I know I did. You probably did that. Nobody can do a particular role as well as I do it, right? So I used to think nobody can do sales calls as good as me. Nobody can outline the flow of my course or program as good as I could. When the truth is, when you have great training in place, people can do things as well as you do. Mm. So in order to determine that you are delegating some or what type of things you want to delegate, the first thing that I would do is uh, write out a process sheet. And this is something that you can do simply on like a Google Sheet. And it is, if you go into Google Sheets and you create columns and you create like the task, right? So column A would be the task. And in column A, you're going to be writing down every single thing that you have to do in your business. Every single thing from phone calls to uh, replying to comments on social media, to replying to comments on YouTube, to shipping and uh, billing and, and following up with past due billing, whatever those tasks are that you have to do every single day to make your business go. No matter how big or how small those things are, write those things down in column A. Mm-hmm. In column B, write down whether this is a growth task, a work task, or a, uh, or a busy task right? So a growth task is something that actually it's a growth task, the work task, and a busy task. I think I said that. So the growth tasks are tasks that are going to grow you, right? It's going to bring you more exposure into your business. Identify what these tasks are. They're going to bring you more exposure into your business. It's going to be uh, how you post reels on social media. It's going to be your Facebook marketing or your YouTube marketing, whatever those growth tasks are. Your work tasks are going to be tasks that people have paid you already to complete, right? So if you have a course and there's a live Q&A, the live Q&A is the work task. If giving people access to the course um, is something that you're still manually doing, that is a work task. If you have like the morning meetup for you is the work task, right? And then the busy tasks are things that need to be done, um, but they're they're busy. So it's going to be things like um, applying for your LLC. It's going to be things like calling a software company to troubleshoot an issue, things like that, right? These are things that need to be done, but it's, it's busy tasks. So you identify, number one, what the tasks are. Number two, B, column B, what, what category, categorize these tasks. Then you want to assign in column C a department. So is this a marketing task? Is this customer service? Is this billing? Is this operations? What kind of task is this, right? And then ABC in column D, you're going to define whether it's something that you can delegate, something that you cannot delegate, or something that needs to get done that you hadn't started doing yet that you can delegate, mm. right? I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. And I actually... Categorizing your activity. You categorize the activity. Sure. And here's why it's so important. It's so important because when it comes time to figure out who you need on your team to help you, you now have it categorically organized. And I can see that well, let me go ahead and highlight and block off the things that cannot be delegated. I have to do these tasks. I have to do my live Q&As, right? Because that was a part of the program. I have to do my group coaching. I cannot delegate that. So all those things I'm going to highlight, and I usually highlight mine like in a gray so that I know that these, so my mind doesn't go to it. And I know that these things are not optional. I have to do that. But then I'm going to highlight like in green or whatever color you choose, everything else that categorically fits. So now I'm going to highlight all of my can be delegated things. Okay, now let me look at these can be delegated things. Of these can be delegated things, are these mostly admin tasks, customer service tasks, operations tasks, tech tasks? Wherever they're the most of, I'm going to go for that person first. Let me get the most off of my plate that I can get off of my plate. 
All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. The support is appreciated. Okay, thank you so much. Now back to the episode. So if I see that I have a lot of customer service things, a lot of email responses, a lot of text message responses, a lot of this or that, I'm going to say I need customer service first. But if I see that I have a lot of integrations and a lot of website updates and a lot of price changes and digital stuff. I need a tech person first. What's going to first free up the most of my time? I'm going to give that per I'm going to get that person first. I either choose the person who's going to free up most of my time first or the the position that's going to generate the most revenue first, Money. right? Either of those two things because if you free me up some time, then I can go and generate more revenue. If you come in and you're a revenue producing role, then you're giving me my time back to go and support all these other systems that'll help you be more successful in generating more revenue. Or help you, or if you have more money, you could take more money to hire some other people. I can hire somebody else. So it works either way. So I'm going to start with either, and it depends on what's most pressing for you, right? So if you are an entrepreneur and you eat and sleep through your business and you don't have a lot of expendable income, then I suggest that. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. You hire for revenue generating work first, right? Sure. Make that role monetizable. But if you have a little bit of money reserved and you can afford to say, I, I want the time, then hire that person that's going to free your time and then figure out how to make more money and then get more money, hire the second person and continue that cycle until you've got your team. Oh, it's crazy. I feel like on the, like if you could look on the camera, I'm showing just too much thigh. This joint is crazy. You absolutely is are. Is it too much? Is, you're am given, I the wrong angle? You're definitely giving thigh. Because I, I, was, I was leaning back and I was like, yo, look, this is, this is crazy. I don't know. This I'm is just... more OnlyFans-ish. Oh, 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 for audio, oh, audio, we're good. It's just the YouTube. The, you know what? We do another one to the Emma, lift it up and then shoot down. Or I just can't wear these on the podcast. Mm. Thigh-high shorts. What am I doing right you now? De- you definitely got um, on the dude. Well, let, me, let me tell everybody, too. Um, there are some of us that are listening to the advice and you're not at a level, you're, yo, your schedule and the things you got to do aren't even overwhelming enough to even consider hiring anybody. Their schedule, their Excel sheet is like, like, 
I need to at least ask 10 people to buy my product today and yeah. go live. Yeah. And we're not doing that yet. Mm-hmm. And we're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed and I got to delegate. No, our schedule is full of just a whole bunch of busy stuff that we need to do. Mm-hmm. Like, so some of us need to just get out of the mindset of hiring. You you need to, if you don't have a product yet, you're like, all right, I need to hire somebody to run my ads. You don't have a product yet. Maybe you need to sit there and kind of learn marketing. Yeah. And like, at, at least do like an organic, organic sales. Build your, like, do what you can. That is my biggest advice for beginning entrepreneurs. Yeah. Do what you can without a team. And here's what I experienced is once you start doing what you can and you get some traction, you have no problem finding people to help you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You won't. Mm-hmm. I've never, like, really just grinded and nobody came and said, yo, I love what you're doing. How can I be a part? That's never that's never not happened. Yeah. So if you're working, you'll find somebody. I'm telling look, set all this stuff up by myself before. I had an idea to do a podcast. I had no money coming in from the podcast to pay nobody. I'm just like, yo, I'm about to come in here. I'm going to call Donnie, say, you want to be a guest on my podcast? Let's go. Let's shoot an episode. I interview you. Let's I go. set it up, break it down, take the cards, go home, edit it, take the clips out for Instagram, upload it on YouTube, and upload it on the podcast platform. I did it. Everyth- I did everything. Mm-hmm. And what happened was people started saying, yo, my man Donald, he said, yo, man, I see you doing a podcast. I think you could probably work with that audio a little more. I said, really? He said, yeah, man, I'll I, I just rock with you. He didn't even charge me, but he liked it. He's, he was listening to the episodes. He's like, yo, that plane be flying over each other. It just sounds crazy. Or like, we can adjust these levels. And I said, okay. And then I, then we started making money. I said, Donald, I'm going to pay you something, bro. Mm-hmm. How much you want? Because I started making money. And the, Mark, Mark, who now does the audio, he calls like, yo, I just want to do it, bro. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, the plane still sounds crazy. That right there. That plane right there. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, yo, man, I've been watching it. I've been following, man. I'm a big fan. He's like, yo, I just want to do it. And I decided to pay him. He didn't ask for money. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to do it. Yeah. But because I was doing everything that I could. So, Jeremy, like, if you're going to do this podcast, you need to just start banging out podcasts. Get to 50 episodes. Get to 100 episodes. You'll find somebody that loves what you're doing. Because they'll believe... It's very unique. It's very hard to find somebody that's really going to do the work without excuses. Mm. It's hard. Mm -hmm. And we are the people who we always use excuses and we can't get anything done. So when we find somebody that's doing the work without excuses, I want to follow that. Mm -hmm. They're following you, not even a thing that you're doing. They're following you because they're like, yo, how does he do it? Golly, how does she just keep going? And I want to be around that vibe. I want to be around that energy. Yo, if you are someone who's looking to build your brand, like, don't sleep on giving value. Um, just just giving it. And, guys, we've got a live studio audience I right now. She, I, she couldn't even fight Please. through it. I knew. <laughs> I knew she was going to stop. I'm like, all right, well, it's quick. Oh, no, that's the third time. <laughs> Is it really? Yes. So please turn your volume all the way off. Um, so, yeah, don't sleep on giving value. As you're talking, I'm thinking about, I was thinking about my own process and my very first assistant literally came to me and said, I just want to help. I just want to be on your team. I just want to help. And I, you know, she she did that for about a year and I was able to then later start paying, right? Um, I thought about it from an employer standpoint. But now I'm thinking about it from the standpoint of how I built my own business. Mm -hmm. I literally have given so much value to people. I will see opportunities that they're leaving money on the table or opportunities where I can make something easier for them, right? And um, I would just say, hey, David, you need to do X, Y, and Z. With you, for example, we would have conversations and I say, no, you need to do X, Y, and Z and da-da-da-da-da-da. And then you hired me to be Dre's coach, right? Um, With the credit company, I'm like, yo, there's things that I see that you could be doing a little differently. Let me help you. And then that person hired me to come on and, you know. You be turning your clients all the way up, too. Yeah. You be turning your clients all the way up. Like, that is, that is, I I know, I I be seeing it. Because I know some of the people you work with. I'm like, dang, Donnie, you going crazy. (laughs) So, yeah, kudos to that. 
Yeah, but I start that's that's really how even to this day I built my business. Like that company, they brought me on to handle their operations. We can fast forward through a lot of clients. You introduced me to Wall Street Trapper. We were at a, we were having a very simple dinner at one of my least favorite spots that you, you know seem so to crazy? like a lot. Uh, the only reason we got together is because I thought y'all would be cute together. That was really the only reason I, I did that. It wasn't like, yo, let me let you meet Trab. He had a good business. I'm like, yo, he's single. Dottie is having a hard time finding a man. We need to like, y'all, and I mean, y'all, and y'all cool. I'm glad y'all work together now, though. So, the reason I did that. I think there's tears coming <laughs> in my eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought that was Trap, yeah. first of all, I'm so sorry for that embarrassment. Oh, Josh. Um, so, anyway, we met for dinner. And my heart is beating so fast. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, no, he is so embarrassing. Do you, that was that was wrong of him to do, no, wasn't it? I'm just giving my thoughts. I didn't say, I didn't say y'all to y'all go together and nothing. I'm just, that was my initial thought. I'm like, Yo, yo do you just... know how many people put that in our comments? What? What you just said. How about you and Trap? Yes. See, I don't know. But that's that's not gonna happen. Um, Trap and I do business together anyway. But what I'm getting, let me get back to the point. The point is, it is okay to give value. First of all, you just threw me, you threw me all the way together. off. Because I'm looking at Aaron over there, too, who puts me in group chats. Like, you need to date my friend Donnie. People be hitting me up like, yo, Aaron put you in the group chat, said you were single. I can't, I'm over it. I'm, let, me, man, I wish I, let me go to my ginger beer All right, this is the segment of the, uh, <laughs> the, the episode where we do Q&A, okay? So we got a live studio audience. Jesus and, uh, Christ. So relax. <laughs> Are you getting giddy? Yes, I am. Really? I'm like blushing. <laughs> oh my God. First of all, you know how shy I am. Yo, Dottie is super shy too. Like, you know, this conversation making her uncomfortable. Yes, it's making Normally, me so I, uncomfortable. Normally, I do random, like, it'll be random people. Like, it's not like a specific person. You've never said somebody's yeah. name. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> anywho, uh, any questions from our studio audience? Because you guys are. Uh, business owners, uh, beginning business owners, you know, trying to take it to the next level. So just take that audio up, yep, to the third, I mean, wherever the other ones are. All right, what you got? Let's get to it. It's going to be okay. All right. I did not put him up to that. It's, it's okay. Okay. We apologize. Thank you. On, On his, his behalf. behalf. On his Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Jesus Christ. I, I mean, hundreds of thousands of people <laughs> are going to see this, and now they're going to be in my DMs like, yo, you should... Because they already are, and I don't know where it comes from. Mm -hmm. And that's just not... That's not the move. Could be a sign. Could be a sign. It could be a sign. Go ahead. Yeah. So you said for people who aren't generating a ton of revenue right now, it could be best to hire a revenue generating role. Would that be on like, A, did I hear that correctly? And B, is that like on a commission type basis? Or like, what's a good way to go about that? So that's know. different for every business. It depends on the model of your business. Generally speaking, if you are strapped for cash, then yes, commission is an ideal way to go. Um, whether it's a commissionable role that's, you know, where you're providing the leads and they go out and generate revenue, they close sales and you pay them a commission. You can also set up like a, an affiliate commission where they generate their own leads and they're paid a commission, you know, that way. Affiliate commission is really great too. Um, you can do flat rates, right? To say, hey, this is the work that needs to be done. This is how much it pays weekly or monthly. Um, it depends on the financial health of your business. 
Okay. Yeah, okay. for sure. No, that answers it. Thank you. There is. You're and it's just, I would say that everything's negotiable. And what helps is always painting the picture of where you're going. With everybody that I hire, I always paint the picture of where this thing is going. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, they'll work with you on price because they, they catch into the vision. They, you know, they're, they're a part of the vision. I've often given people um, um, options. You know, I could pay you this, or I can give you a percentage of what I think is going to happen. And then you make the decision. So typically, the percentage is going to be a lot more like later, right? You'll be locked in. Yo, we could do this thing together. So I, um, talking to somebody, they were going to put, put together a course for me. And I'm like, okay, what's your cost? And I said, cool, I could do that. No problem. Or I give you a 10% of all the sales that come through this. I strongly believe I'll make a million dollars off of this course. 10% of that is 100000 Now, I can pay you the 4500 or 5000 that you want to charge for the course. I can. But now the ball's in your court. If you believe in it, then the more you believe, you'll be like, yo, I'll just pay it. Like, if you got the money, I'll pay it because I don't want to give you $100,000. I'd rather just give you four. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have the bread and you're doing the work, and you're more confident in the way you talk. You start looking people in their eye. And you say, yo, I'm going to make a million dollars off of this course. And here's why. I've done the research. There's not many people doing what I'm doing. And there's so many people that need help with this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find an ads person. So I might not have a whole bunch of followers, but that doesn't matter. If we can put the, 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 the right message in front of the right people often enough, they'll buy it. And they're not looking at an Instagram account. Mm-hmm. They're looking at, yo, this is going to solve my problem. Mm-hmm. So, how's this partnership going to work? What did that person decide? They wanted the percentage. Here's what's crazy. I said, "What he's, he wanted like 5% or 3% or something like that. Because I said it, I didn't flinch. Because I believe it. Now, we're not going to do it because I'm going to have somebody else do the, the course. And um, it, was, it, it was a... The conversation got weird and confusing for mm-hmm. a second. But, um, yeah, so, yep. Anyway, but I've, I've had that happen over and over and over again in terms of we partner and there's a percentage involved, but I just say it with so much confidence. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, a challenge with a lot of entrepreneurs because even when you're talking about your business, like, I don't see the vision. Yeah. I don't see it. Like, when y'all start talking about your podcast, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to drop next month. We're going to release it in June. I'm not excited about that. Now, let me ask you this. Did that same strategy work before you became a brand? Absolutely. And so there's somebody who's watching and they're like, yeah, but I don't have any social proof. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to do that. How do they negotiate that type of relationship? Who would they negotiate those things with? Whatever you need. Mm -hmm. I worked at the Cheesecake Factory as a server. True story. My best friend is in the military, Brandon, and in the Navy, he was an E5 or something like that. I guess that's pretty good, right? He was making good money. I'm a server at the Cheesecake Factory, and I have this idea. We're going to do Sleepers for Suckers. We're going to build this T-shirt brand. And he had no problem investing some money because it's going to come right back. Based on what I told him, I work at the Cheesecake Factory. There's no evidence that I'm going to go make millions of dollars. But when I talk about it, when I talk about it, when I say it, you feel something because I believe it. Yeah. But when I hear a lot of us talk to me about your idea, I don't feel anything. They're unsure. You're wavering in your conversation or I'm asking you specific questions. You don't have the answer, which tells me you haven't really done research. You haven't really spent much time. It costs you nothing to be convincing when you talk about what you do. Mm-hmm. So my man... Um, Jerome, so he was overseas, and this is the 2000, maybe 11, probably the same year I started 2010. He was overseas doing contract work. You know, they make money. Mm-hmm. My man was just buying clothes, like, left and right. He, was, he would just give me money. Actually, I think he gave me some of the money to open up the kiosk. Mm. He's believed in it because I was doing everything that I could— and you don't, you want people to look, 
You want people to think, even in network marketing, they say, yo, I'm about to tell you about this business. I'm going to go make a lot of money. And I just wanted to make sure you knew that I asked you so you can't come back later and say, I never warned you. Exactly. But you can't say that smiling. You can't say that, like, yo, I'm going to go make some money and do you want to come with me? Yo, I'm about to go make a million dollars in this thing. If you want to roll with me, you can. But I just want to give you the disclaimer. I want to tell you because you're my best friend. I want to let you know because I care about you. And when I go make this money, like, you're going to have to do the same thing I did from the beginning. I'm not just giving you a handout because you're my people. I'm, I, be, I believe in this thing. And people felt it while I was working at the Cheesecake Factory. I give this same presentation while I'm at work with my friends. It's so crazy. There was a photographer that worked at DTLR. Shouts out to Kim. I'm working at the Cheesecake Factory. My first, my first models were my coworkers because I talked to them just like that. We're both in the same position, but I'm telling them I'm not going to be here long. Hold on one second. Let me go refill this drink from my table. I'll be right back. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to develop it. that confidence. Um, anybody else before we get going? Because I want to change my pants. All right, so my question is, how did you get to the point where you're belie- when you first believed in yourself enough to literally have everybody around you believe in you before you believe in yourself? Like, what actually triggered you to actually believe in yourself that much where you started telling everybody about your belief mm. that hasn't happened yet mm. yeah. at the Cheesecake Factory? Um, how did I begin to believe? Mm. Man, that's a really good question because I always believed that like when we was playing WBA basketball, like um, I believed we would win. You know what I mean? Like I just knew, I knew we would win. I'm looking at the the team. Yo, I got a good point guard. I'm gonna go drop buckets, and we gonna. I, I've always been like that. So it's not like something happened, turned on. I instantly believe in myself. I I just did. So I I don't know if I'm the right person to answer the question, but uh, one thing that helped with my belief is me setting smaller goals and hitting the small goals. So my goal was $100 um, on my off days. What truly, truly impacted my belief was making that $200 a week. I say when I wake up, I'm going to go make $100. I'm going to go sell, I was selling t-shirts for 20 bucks or something like that. I'm going to sell five t-shirts and I'm going at it. I don't care where you live. I'm taking this this raggedy car. I'm going to drive and go drop off these shirts. And then I did it day one. I'm like, oh, I could do it again. My second off day, I made $100. This ain't a huge goal, right? But I did that often enough. If you do that three weeks in a row on the fourth week, do you not believe that you're going to do it the fourth week? Yeah. And if you made $100 on your off day, could you make $200 at some point? You could believe in that. And you could believe for $500. Do you could believe in $1,000. You could believe in $100,000. Had a six-figure month. And now I'm talking to my boy and he said, yo, we could, we could have a six-figure day because all my friends are having six-figure days. And I'm like, okay, how do we do it? And I talked to somebody who did it and I'm like, oh, wow, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, well, all you got to do is this, this, this. And I'm like, all right, let's go. And me and my friend, we are, we're going to have a six-figure day. And I'm going to say we're going to have a six-figure day within the next 60 days. Ideally, we're going to have a six-figure day this Sunday. We're looking for it. I believe it, one, because I hit my smaller goals, but two, I'm I'm borrowing my boy's belief, especially because mm-hmm. he did it. That's it right there. So for me, um, in the very, very beginning, the only time that I found that I didn't believe is when I was operating in somebody else's lane and not mm. in my own, right? It's hard to believe in something that's not for you. And when I was trying things that looked good on other people, I found it hard to believe. But when I started to operate within my lane and doing things that I knew I was good at, well, I know I'm good at it, so I believe in this, right? And then what ends up happening over time is you start, you start to, to cash in on that belief 
that belief starts to produce results. So, okay, I've got one result. Great. Now I need to believe in something else in my lane. I've got another result. Great. Another result. Another result. And now because I'm getting these results, people are coming to me now and they now need me to help them believe in a thing. And so now I'm starting to analyze other people's ideas, which is how coaching starts. I start to, I start to analyze other people's ideas and I start to make decisions like, yeah, I believe in that. I don't believe in this. I'm going to help you because I believe in that. I'm going to help you because I believe in that. Or I'm going to help you because I believe in you. I don't believe in what it is that you're doing, but I believe in you and I'm going to work with you until I help you figure out something that we can believe in together. Mm. Right? <sighs> and so that's how coaching really started for me. And now when I look at things, I don't have to know your industry. I don't have to know everything about love and relationships or restaurants. I believe in my ability to, one, help you believe in you. I believe in my ability to hold you accountable. I believe in my ability to help you produce results in your lane. I don't have to know your business model to help you get results. So I believe in that. And because I have now, like David said, I've started with small incremental milestones that I was able to measure, produce a win from. A win helps you believe harder the next time around and the next time and the next time. It's like playing on a sports team. If you are undefeated for the season and you're going into the championship game, you believe. Even if you don't win, even if this other team is undefeated as well, you still believe that you're going to produce the result. You still believe that you're going to win. So I think when it comes to belief, if people are struggling to really believe in themselves, first, really authentically ask yourself, am I in my lane? Mm. Am I in my lane? Or am I in a lane that looked good on somebody else? And maybe I don't know if I'm in my lane. So now let me do, there, there's some strategies that we won't get into here but you guys can, you can text me, you can DM me. There are some strategies that will help you discover what your lane should be because sometimes people authentically think that they're operating in their lane and they're not. Think about all the kids who go to college for marketing degree, accounting degree, finance degree, because they think they're operating in their lane and then they graduate and they're like, what is, what is this? This isn't my lane. Yeah. And then you got to figure it out what that lane is. So belief comes with you authentically operating in your zone of genius or your zone of interest, whatever it is at this time, getting a small win and then believe a little bigger and then get another win and then challenge yourself to believe just a little bit bigger. And you keep going until now your dreams are so big, but your wins are also matching those dreams and you can believe even bigger. I love it. I love it. All right. I think uh, we got it. Did you have a question? Okay. One more. One more. So we got to wrap this up. Uh, cool. So quick question I want to know. Um, when you're building your team, and you have all these people showing interest in you, um, do you still interview these people or you just go with that gut feeling that they give you, that they love what you're doing? Explain it, explain it. Like, yeah. like you say, for David, he just wanted to come on and just help with your audio, audio I'm sorry, your audio, stuff mm. like that. Do you still interview him or are you just going up? What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. A good feeling like, okay, he's showing interest in me. It's just, give him a chance. Or do you... Yeah, I mean, before you was married, if a girl be like, yo, man, you cute, what's up? Do you interview her? Do you go on a date? Or you just be like, all right, bet, let's do it. 
Let's get together. No, I mean, yeah, you got to find out if they can truly help you because most people just talk you to death. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can't really help. Oh, I could do this. Can you? Everybody get an interview. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Because your gut feeling, your gut is attached to your emotions, right? And there are so many variables that play a role in that. How you're feeling today, what happened 15 minutes before that gut feeling, right? How, how good and healthy and balanced emotionally are you right now? Your gut feeling will play tricks on you based on where you are in your life. So everybody should go through a standard interview process. And then deciding to bring somebody on your team is going to be a combination of that gut feeling and that interview process. But there are certain variables that they should, or, or checks that they should have to check off in order to be, and if they don't check off on that box, on those boxes, your gut feeling may need to be recalibrated, right? <laughs> Based on that. But yeah, everybody gets everybody gets an interview. Everybody fills out an application. Sure. All right, all right. Um, good episode, man. Yeah. I learned a lot. I, y'all learned a lot? Y'all good? These studio owners, they don't clap or nothing. It's right. like, it's crazy. Like, we didn't just... do any work. What do we have to do? We got a tap dance? Yeah, I don't know. Golly. Uh, all right, so... Um, all right, we got we got to wrap this thing up. Yeah. Um, before we do that, we got a couple couple um, sp- sponsorship opportunities. Okay. okay. So this episode is sponsored as always by the Morning Meetup, themorningmeetup.com. Themorningmeetup.com is the only organization that gathers every single day to grow as an entrepreneur. It's a community of entrepreneurs. Hundreds of entrepreneurs gather on a call every single day, Monday through Friday. 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we go over different topics of entrepreneurship. We get to connect. We get to collab. Um, If you are in the morning meetup and you live anywhere in the Atlanta area, you can actually come to the live studio audience of our recordings. It's just one of the perks of being inside the circle. Mm -hmm. All kind of discounts on stuff. Um, And uh, our book club is absolutely amazing. So we read a chapter every single day of a book until we finish the book. Then we get onto another book. But also, so go to themorningmeetup.com and be a part of that. If you'd like to be a part of our Patreon, you get episodes early, ad-free, ad-free episodes. So you don't got to worry about them ads because we got to pay bills here. But if you're a part of Patreon, I think it's patreon.com forward slash David Never Sleeps. You can be a part of the Patreon. That would be awesome. We also have like group Discord. It's cool because in there, everybody's texting um, about the specific episodes. You're like, the, the networking is crazy. So that's awesome. What else? Uh, content creation bootcamp. If y'all seen last, uh, the, the other week, uh, we have the content creation bootcamp. And it's just absolutely amazing. It's a full day intensive on creating content. Whenever you're watching this, we probably have one coming up. But we have one coming up now at creatorsbootcamp.com. You go to creatorsbootcamp.com. 12-hour intensive. I cater breakfast, lunch, and dinner for you all, okay? Mm -hmm. And it's just um, learning everything you need to know about creating content, how to make money (laughs) from your content, and the podcast blueprint. So if you want to text me, you can text me at 404 737 4935. Text me. I'll give you updates and all that kind of stuff. So that's it. That's all I got. All right. This episode is also brought to you by Six Figure EDU. Uh, it is a community where I train and develop coaches, consultants, thought leaders, and people with expert level information on how to not only build out your program, but run it like a business and not a hobby. Very, very important. You, Your courses, it's a business. Your coaching, your consulting, it's a business. I teach you how to do that and grow to six figures. You can get more information about that at www.thewordsixfigureedu.com. Again, that's sixfigureedu.com. And then also, for my struggling entrepreneurs or my entrepreneurs who are struggling on social media, you don't know what to post. You don't know when to post it. You don't know how to connect with your audience, get engagement. I have a group called Post to Pay. Post to Pay. I'm doing ad-libs today. Post to Pay. You know what I'm saying? Where I will personally send you three text messages every single day, seven days of the week, Mm. to your phone with an idea or actual copy and paste text message for you to increase your engagement, increase your visibility, connect with your audience, and increase your sales. This is ideal for service-based businesses. Not so much for like, hair uh, extensions and, you know, T-shirt lines and things like that. Service-based businesses. You can uh, enroll in that by sending me a text to 
737-2767. And if you don't know what you need, you know, like I'm looking at you guys, I need something, I need coaching, I need direction. Shoot me a text, 404-737-2767. Just shoot me, uh, text me the word social proof, social proof, if you just don't know. If you want post to pay, you need the post prompts to that same number, text me the words post to paid. There it is. Listen, that has been our episode. Uh, do yourself a favor. Do me a favor. Do everybody a favor, man. Go get you some social proof. Go build something yeah. meaningful. Go become successful. But then I need you to like remember how you did it, document the process, find some mentees, and come back to your community and teach other people how you did it. All right? So we are out of here. Peace. Peace. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.